1: And welcome to Very Unreasonable Things. This week, we're going to be talking about Near Dark. And to help us discuss this 1987 cult classic, we are joined by Hayden Sanders. Howdy, howdy. Now, Hayden, you have a familiar last name. Is there any chance that you were related to Daniel Sanders?
0: I've actually never met this man in my life. I just picked him up on the side of the road to come do the podcast with, have an extra random special guest slash um kidnap victim just it was just a happy accident that his last name is the same as mine okay. yeah it's probably for the best uh, yeah it seems like it's more legit
1: <laughs> and with us this week is Daniel Sanders <laughs> slash kidnapper <laughs> slash kidnapper <laughs> hello and then, everyone and then I'm Billy Bone hey That's right is it true that you were named after the actor for Anakin Skywalker? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Because because Daniel's favorite Star Wars movie is Attack of the Clones, correct?
0: No, but uh, it's it's a Revenge of the Sith. <laughs> <laughs>
1: All right. So how you feeling, Hayden?
2: Um, relaxed. Um, are are happy you, to be here?
1: Are you yeah. relaxed? Because you're doing a lot of moving around. So near dark what's your experience with the movie um,
2: I've been watching that movie my entire life completely yeah it was i very happy to uh, cover it you know um, my personal favorite part is the uh, the end when the
0: movie ended <laughs> he's watched this movie 134 times. Believe it. Or the not. weird part is his favorite part is when the movie's finally over, and he's watched it 178 times. <laughs> I, I that quick. I forgot the first number I said. No, but uh, yeah, man, we forgot. just watched it for the first time a few minutes ago. You know, we uh, <laughs> yeah. have ne- had never seen it. Which I, it's crazy, man, because uh, I remember. Uh, Bill Paxton, like when I'm looking through his filmography, I see this and I see this picture of him with his face half crisp, upped up and stuff. Yeah. And uh but I haven't have ever seen it. Watching it, I was like, I haven't seen this movie, and well, it was good. It's like, it's, how did I miss this one?
1: Well, it's one of those movies. It's kind of like the Burbs, like when yeah. you can't find it on streaming services to buy. And it just so happened, you know, the way this episode came about was we were talking about doing an episode. we're like, hey, let's just watch a movie real quick. Let's talk about it so we can have something to put out. And I was flipping through Shudder and it was like, oh shit, Near Dark is on here. Let's watch it before it disappears because you can't buy this bitch digitally. I haven't seen any copies out in the wild recently. It's hard to find for whatever reason. I'm assuming licensing issues.
0: I guess. That's so weird. You think that once this platform started, they would just go with it. Like every... Like, if you got something that's just, okay, we're not going to re release, you know, Space Shooters 5. Right. You know what I mean? But, like, something like this, like, this had some big actors in it. Mm-hmm. Like at, for the time, that, that had, a, like, a great cast.
1: Yep. Exactly.
0: Uh, myself. What's your experience?
1: Well, oh, that's as I saw the movie years ago. I caught it when it was released on DVD. When it had its DVD release. Yeah. I remember, like,. Reading about it, and they're like, "Oh yeah, this is a great movie. It's a cult classic." I'm like, "Well, oh, shit, let me pick this up." Yeah, and then I went through that phase where I got rid of a bunch of DVDs, and I think I got rid of everything except for like my Lord of the Rings box set and just box sets in general.
0: Yeah, like I can't get rid of the box sets.
1: Yeah, so this ended up being a casualty
0: of that. Dang. Oh well. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so, but you know, you know, thank you Shutter. Now we yeah, have a chance real. to talk about it.
0: Like I said, you can tell that this definitely, uh, you know, because what year was Lost Boys? It was
1: 1987 also. It was released like two months before this movie, I think.
0: Oh, wow. I was going to say, because it had a huge, like, it seemed like it was, wait, this Lost Boys movie was a big hit. People love it. And kind of, you know how that'll happen. You'll have a movie this big, people love the way it was done, and you'll get your not necessarily copycats, but you'll feel that feeling in other movies that were recently let out after. It's wild that that you get that feeling and they were being made at the same time, pretty much. Well,
1: and the 80s had those vampire, it had that vampire resurgence, right? Yeah. You had multiple different types of vampire movies and I was kind of thinking like, you know, as I was watching this movie, getting ready for this one today is like, yeah, maybe we should hear relatively soon, take a look at Lost Boys, Fright Night, and some of those others, some of the other '80s vampire movies. Yeah. Also, you got Life Force, which I think had like space vampires. I I have like I've ever seen that. I have Life Force. I haven't watched it myself either, but I believe it's Toby Hooper, right?
0: I'm I believe not so. Sure. I no yeah, I,
1: I think it is. I haven't watched that, but then you also got Layer the
0: White Worm, which may be vampires. I've never heard of that. Like I've actually heard of Life Force. I've just never seen it. Hugh I don't know what the La- fuck you just said. Well, Layer the White Worm, I think, is
1: based on a Bram Stoker, or Stoker story. Yeah. H- Hugh Grant was in it. It's one of his early movies. I have oh. it, too. Just haven't watched it. And I found out about it through Fangoria back in the day. I just remember seeing it in there. What else did you have in the 80s as far as vampires? I, I feel like I'm missing something. Well, when did Salem's Lot come out? And I know that was based off a Stephen King novel, but you also had Salem's Lot.
0: I think that was maybe early 90s, though, right?
1: Mm-mm-mm. Couldn't have been. No. No, yeah, no way. Because I think Return to Salem's Lot might have been 1989. Oh. I don't know. Cause it Salem's Lot had one of the actors from Starskin Hutch in it, I believe. The blonde guy.
0: Oh, Owen Wilson.
1: Yeah, yeah, Owen Wilson. That's <laughs> it. And No,
0: John Schneider was the blonde one, right?
1: That's Dukes of Hazzard.
0: Oh, Dukes of Hazard, I'm so sorry. And that's I wanna, Johnny Knoxville. Never mind.
1: I want to say that. Salem's Lot was Toby Hooper also, right? I'm either going to be right sure. and look like a genius, or there's going to be some people fact-checking me and telling me I'm a moron. I, I
0: oh, yeah, the 79. Wow, it was, was 70s. It, was it Toby Hooper? Oh, uh...
1: Just looking like a
2: no.
0: I'm not seeing Toby Hooper. You're an idiot, basically. That's what we're getting at. No, I'll see Toby Hooper. Wait, yep, directed by Toby Hooper. You're right. Mean, I'm sorry.
1: What were you saying, Hayden? <laughs>
0: uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> On his end, know. kind of broke up a little bit. <laughs> yeah, so,
1: so yeah, probably for the best. And, and you know, he, and Toby Hooper had his name attached to some to some big movies or bigger projects. Obviously, you know, Poltergeist, right? Um, yeah. I love that movie. Salem's Lot, Life Force. Although I don't think Life Force did very well. But he wasn't just. Texas Chainsaw Massacre but we're not talking about Toby Hooper we're not talking about those movies we are talking about Near Dark Caleb Colton no longer belongs to our world we give him a week to see if we can call him one of us he belongs to hers but
2: you have to learn to kill
1: he belongs to theirs I want to kill he makes a kill tonight and they all belong to the night Near Dark released in 1987 directed by Catherine Bigelow who you may, is probably know from directing point break and yeah. also the hurt locker younger people probably remember the hurt lockers Catherine Bigelow's big movie but for us older guys like me and Daniel point yeah. break point break was the movie right
0: oh yes point break is definitely and the movie
1: Daniel I know you'll appreciate this one I know Hayden um you're a little younger, and I don't know if you watched this or not. I know your dad did. He loved it. But Adrian Pazdar. Heroes.
0: No, yeah. Me and him no, talked about we that immediately. mean just
2: talking about that.
0: Yep. It's crazy. Yeah, <laughs> he likes Heroes. He watched it. He enjoys it. Man, I watched it forever ago, though. Do like, you remember I, I had framed pictures of Heroes in my yeah. bathroom at the last house? The yeah. special ones that came in the box set of Season 1? I framed right. them. Yeah. Yep. Oh, my God. Man, those are awesome. And
1: then...
2: Where are they now?
0: Unfortunately, they got bit by a blind vampire and walked into the sun and started smoking until they turned to fire and exploded. Yep. <laughs> yep
1: they unless exploded. they have,
0: unless they have blood armor.
1: So no. then you got Lance Hendrickson. Well, Jenny Wright also, but Lance Hendrickson, Bill Paxton, Tim Thomerson. I feel like, oh, what was the lady's name that played Diamondback? I didn't get her name. The actress- uh
0: the chick, the chick that was um, John Connor's step uh, mother. Or not stepmother, but foster mother.
1: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, T2. I don't yep. know what her
0: name is, though. You got to make the same joke. He did when we watched it.
1: So uh, released October 2nd, 1987, had a budget of $5 million, made $3.4 million. Near Dark, I mean, it's it's pretty much a love story, right? Yeah. Boy, boy meets girl. Girl bites boy. Boy meets girl's crazy vampire family. Hilarity ensues, including a bar massacre, because that's always funny. Boy's family comes looking for and finds him. Miracle of science saves boy. Vampire family shows up for final showdown. Steals boy's sister. Last two vampires say screw it and just burn up willingly, because why not? (laughs) Miracle of science saves girl. Boy and girl live happily ever after. Roll credits
0: that's it that in a nutshell Exactly what happened that is the, it in a nutshell i i mean but it's, it's so, a
1: timeless love story right yeah
0: it's it's the classic <laughs> love story you know it's like millions have done it but uh but yeah man going back you know we uh we meet our boy and uh it's so funny man because he immediately like caleb <laughs> wait what his name is Caleb. Caleb. It's, his name's Caleb. Caleb. Yeah. 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 I was just. You would refer to him as boy meets girl. I was I know. Before, keeping on referring him to boy. Caleb! But anyway, Caleb, you meet him, and it's so funny because he comes and he's like talking to his friends at the store, and he's like, oh, you ain't get me one? Blah, blah, blah. You know, he's like yeah. this ranch hand and shit. He's cowboy. Selfish son of it's, a it's, bitch. Yeah. I mean, There's like,
2: a, there was it's a like, cameo uh, from uh, Sean, from Sean of the Dead. I, yeah, he was. He was in there. He was one of the boy he was one of the boys with uh, his backwards cap looking all awesome.
0: Simon Pegg? Exactly. Yeah. He I think Simon Pegg was probably like 7 years old when that movie came out. I don't think that was him though. <laughs> it had to have been. Nah, I, don't I think saw not nah, just a long he, time. No, nah, man. Uh, he might he might have been doing his thing. He might have been in his teens. I don't know. Hey Simon Pegg, when you listen to this, just give me a shout and let me know if, hey, if we're if, right or not. if Hayden's correct, let us know. And if Hayden's an idiot, let us know. Yeah, just tweet us. Just tweet at us. Maybe we'll have you on the show. You don't even. But yeah. anyway, it was just funny because the guy, uh, you know, he's like talking to his buddies, and then the one, what are you looking at? And then he sees the girl and goes after, her and
1: and has you know, the it's, corniest it's fucking pickup
0: lines because he does have the corniest. Pick up and my big thing is how the hell is she eating that ice cream? I just realized that when they show when
1: they show later on that they have a violent reaction to food.
0: Yeah, vampires vampires can't eat food. Like you should have, you could have done anything else. She could have just been standing there looking pretty, looking at the sky. He still would have reacted because we know they can do that. Yeah, they can smoke. She could have been smoking a cigarette outside the the place or whatever, but she's eating ice cream.
1: Yeah, that's a no no. And then he just rolls up. He's like, "Can I have a bite?"
0: yeah what <laughs> she out like, here. she's like it's bird shit david you're eating bird shit <laughs> uh, wrong movie but yeah <laughs> but anyway so yeah he picks her up and she asks her to take him home and on the way she's just like stop here like he is so happy too like, you had brought this up about how, like, he was kind of smooth and whatever, corny, whatever. But as soon as she's like, take me home, he's, like, giddy at the wheel. He's so happy. He's like, hey, it's well, He thinks, he get, it he thinks he's getting laid. Yeah, he's like, I'm, I'm going to get lucky tonight. So,
1: what were your initial thoughts of the Caleb character? Um, No flaws.
0: Perfect. No, man. I, he uh seemed a little... Confident and a little goofy. I had two, I had and, two words for him, and very gullible man.
2: I did go ahead. I didn't like how at the very very beginning of the movie. Like I got I got the feel he was like way older because of how he was acting. He was acting super like confident, and then later on he seems like he's just, <laughs> six, just a seventeen year old. Exactly. No, that's
1: he's he's acting how somebody that age would have acted. That's full of themselves.
0: Yeah ranch that, hands. Yeah,
1: that that comes with being like seventeen or eighteen. No, but hey, like even when he's watch, his watch dad this stuff. watch this guy's
0: Yeah. He's like, Daddy So I get what he's <laughs> meaning because it's like after everything's going down obviously he's scared, but it's like yeah. it don't matter if he's twenty five, I'd still be scared, you know. But yeah, he's like, Daddy, it does seem like he's a lot younger than they initially make him out to be in the beginning.
1: So my my two thoughts about him when I first saw him was horny and dorky.
0: Yeah. That's right.
1: You you know he's trying. Like I get that he's trying to be smooth, but he just comes across as so dorky.
0: Yeah, it's yeah. What? Because what is it? Can I get a taste? Yeah, can I have a bite? (laughs) And he's like, I love cones. I'm in the mood for a cone or whatever. Yeah. (laughs) I then,
1: and then when they you know go on their little fucking ride later on, I it almost he almost borderlines on a rapist. Because he's like, no, I'm not taking you home Yeah. until you give me a kiss. Like, wait a minute. Did this just turn into a Rob Zombie movie?
0: It really did. It's so funny because, like, you're right. She's like, stop the car. They get out because she wants to look at the sky. Well, he's constantly just trying to make moves on her, you know? And then finally, like, whenever she's kind of like, no, like, uh, the third time she's brushed him off and is like, no, I'm not going to or whatever. And he's like, well, I'm not taking you the rest of the way. Like you said, it's like, hold on now. So then, you're supposed I, to, I thought it was romantic. You're,
1: you're supposed to sympathize with this character, but he's starting to act like a jerk.
0: Yeah, like exactly. Yeah,
1: I've seen this in a Lifetime movie before. These guys end up in jail.
0: They're yeah, not heroes. Exactly. They're not the heroes of the story. But but he gets what's coming to him. I mean, hey, he doesn't back off. So she's like, all right, buddy, I'm gonna bite your ass, and she bites him. And, and unlike other vampire movies he immediately changes dude that's what he said he was like that's quick because i was like no way and it was like no he's burning up in the sun (laughs) exactly like two minutes later his ass is on fire
2: yeah also their daylight cycle is oh dude (laughs) yeah the sun is so like it's so strict to the script it's random and unpredictable you are correct it's so funny, because he gets out, and it's very obviously, like, nighttime, and then they drive, like, a mile, and it's dawn, yeah. and he steps out the car, and it's daytime.
0: Yeah, it's like, he's, they, they show the truck from the back, driving down the road, and you see the little thin strip of red for the signaling of dawn, Yeah, and then they cut to the next thing, they're getting out of the truck, and it is daylight, like, it's so crazy, like he said, but that's what he had brought up, because it's funny, because the, the girl... Before, after they stopped or something, she starts tripping out about dawn. Yeah. She's like, hey, I don't want the sun coming up on me or whatever, right? Before she bites him. And, uh, and I'm like, if I was a vampire, I'd have a watch on me. Mm-hmm. Well, and that's as soon gonna... as that technology was invented and it was in 87, I'd have a fucking watch. Well,
1: so check this out, too, man. Because I, I noticed this when I was watching the movie. How many times during the movie... Did the vampires get caught with their pants down, so to speak, as far as sunrise? And they're that's like, it. oh shit, black out the car, black out the dude. You've been alive since the Civil War, you should no. have this down yeah. by now.
0: I like exactly. how did you survive
1: so long? Yeah, I by no being this idea.
0: fucking stupid. And that's what I was getting at. It's funny because I was like, I'd have a watch. It's stupid that they're all whatever, but now seeing the way that the sun works in this movie. I'm like, okay, maybe even if she has three watches, she's still freaking <laughs> out about the next scene. She might go take a piss and come back, and it's just fucking noon at this point. It's you know what to I mean? Be one. But, but, but yeah, the the sunlight thing was crazy, and it happened a lot throughout the movie. Uh, where More, it was just flip floppy. It was most crazy. notably was
2: wait. <laughs> well, I, I know we'll get to it later, but I just want to like. I just want to point it out, like, right here, right now, they, like, the, like, little kid vampire finds that little girl, brings her inside, her dad comes in, and, like, two minutes of talking later, she opens
0: the door, and it is just Yeah, yeah that's one of the times I was talking about when we were both like, what is even happening?
1: I know, right? I, yeah, I thought about that, too, because it's, like, It's been a literally- minute since I'd seen the movie, and I'm like, well, how are they going to get out of this pickle? It's like, yeah. oh, sunlight. Just it's exactly. fucking noon outside yeah. apparently now.
2: Yeah, what? Where was the sun at the bar scene? They could have uh, used that.
0: Yeah, apparently it was in the one hour that sun isn't shining in fucking Texas. Well, they I got don't know. they got caught
1: shortly after the bar scene though. Yeah, with, with you know the sun came up on them. It just happened to be after they burned up the bar and they had nowhere to fucking hide.
0: He, it yeah. just happened to be after. Why not the scene kill everybody and make that your crypt for the night? You know what I mean? Yeah, like, I don't, well, I don't get it.
1: And we're gonna get to that because I, I got thoughts about yeah, that we, bar we scene, too. Way ahead. Oh yeah, but we're That's talking, but we're talking about a specific thing. You know, we're just talking about yeah. the the stupidity of these vampires who supposedly lived long lives, who can't and seem to the master son. the day night cycle. It's like, yeah. hmm. Science is a mystery to me.
0: <laughs> I'd get it if they got caught with their pants down because it was daylight savings time and they forgot. Yeah, but still not even. You know, what I'm or saying? if they cross the two most dangerous times of the year for them.
1: Maybe if they were driving east to west instead of north to because they went between Oklahoma and Texas, right?
0: Yeah.
1: Well, the father did. I don't know that they ever got into Texas, but they were traveling north south apparently.
0: Yeah.
1: So there's no time change. Maybe if they were going east and west and they hit like a different fucking time zone, you could be like, yeah. okay. I get it. You wasn't prepared for this hour that yeah. you gained or lost, but it wasn't seriously.
0: That. But yeah, man. so it's, it's funny, man. Cause we were talking about, um, he bites, she bites his ass because he won't let up. And then he goes, uh, she runs off cause she's running to the house to try to beat daylight. That's happening in 10 seconds. And, and luckily then she's she gets where she needs to get. Well I'm know? assuming well, that he they were- has to,
1: I'm assuming they were already looking for her because they were on the road because they come up out of nowhere to fucking pick his ass up when he's burning.
0: Yeah. And well, the thing is, is like, she was like, it's right up there. And whenever they stopped, you could see in the distance, there were some camps. Okay. So I think that he was just almost there. She ran the rest of the way, told them and they come back to get him or whatever. But it is funny. Cause we talked about this a second ago that it happened so quick, but, this motherfucker goes to crank up his truck that was just running fine and all of a sudden no crank. I hate that.
1: Well, hey, we talked I about hate it that he we talked about it in the previous episode. Open. Quality craftsmanship, right? You know, supposedly all these vehicles that were made, you know, in the 70s or 80s, blah blah yeah. blah, are so good, yet they're always fucking failing.
0: Yeah, they fail on you right whenever you're about to be killed. But yeah, so he runs and he's smoking and he's trying to get home to his uh ranch with his dad and his little sister, and she sees him. Hey, Mom! But uh they like you said, they were right there and they picked him up in their blacked out RV and they snatched his ass up. And they uh, picked him picked him up to kill him, apparently. Yeah, to kill him. To kill like, him. You didn't have to do that.
1: He was five seconds away from exploding. <laughs>
2: separate your head from your shoulders do it fast all
1: right exactly
2: and technically like the show which they the didn't movie. know they
0: didn't know he was a vampire yet so they were just going to get him to kill him because he saw her but that's s- what they were doing
2: <laughs> why wasn't it obvious bro it's fucking yeah, like yeah. a chimney
0: no say it yeah tailbone it's fucking
2: hilarious because he brought it up to me too he was like very clearly burning
0: up like he looked like the uh the box, like the box art for the movie, yeah. Like he was a crispy-skinned, burning, yeah. smoking person in the sun. How is that not? They are really bad vampires. They can't figure That's out the sun, very true, and they yeah. don't know telltale signs of other vampires, right? And then, when he says, "Thank God," after you pull him out of the sun, that should have been a sign. <laughs> and the other uh, one, other thing I'll say about that too,
1: though, even even if they were just going to get him because he saw her, there was still no point in it. Cause he didn't know she was a vampire, he might have just yeah. thought she was being kinky when she fucking bit him.
0: Oh my god, dude! He's still acting like he don't know that he's what the hell's going on after she feeds him her blood and says you have to kill someone. Yeah, he's like, what's happening? Are we gonna make out or what's going on? <laughs> right. What the? You, you need to wake up to reality, buddy. Serious <laughs> things are happening. So, <laughs> so what, uh,
1: what? What are your thoughts on the vampire family?
0: On the, uh, what do they call them? Nests, right? On the vampire nest? Um, oh,
1: I don't know. Just, man, you know, David well, called it. Like, yeah, it wasn't a, you know, Dave, David. Yeah, David was the vampire in Lost Boys. Michael was Jason Patrick, right? Just uh, be one of us, Michael.
0: My God, No, Michael was, uh, Michael was, was. He was no, one of the is, brothers. Yeah, David was, was brother.
1: David was the head vampire. Well, Because I was thinking vampire. of Corey
0: Haim just screaming it at his name. Yeah.
1: But I didn't Michael, or not Michael, but didn't David refer to him as a family? I don't know. N- different vampire movie, but it doesn't matter. This vampire nest family, whatever. What did you think about Oh, well,
0: me? I was just saying typically you just, you talk yeah. about a collection of vampires. As yeah. A nest. I wasn't correcting you. I was just saying nest because that's what usually they refer to them as. Vampire History 101. Bone failed that class. Yeah, but what I think about them, I loved them. Like I love the fact that they had a small kid that was. Uh, which is funny because it's the same thing from uh from Lost Boys, which I guess he was half. What was it? What was it when Lost Boys? The kid wasn't he like half vampire or something? Because they were able to cure him or something. Well, I think no. You could. I think once you killed the head vampire,
1: the other was turned. Oh back, no, right?
0: that was their deal. That's right. Okay, because he was. He was all freaky. I was thinking he was full blown, but. I do like the fact, and that's the same thing. Written and directed and produced the same time, and got both got little kids, little kid vampires, well, which I like that idea because they were calling them old man. Well, the I kid, do like that. The
1: kid in Lost Boys was actually a kid. The kid, yeah, yeah, he was the a kid. kid. It was vampire, very recent for him, or Homer, because that was his name. He supposedly like mentally an older person, yet he reverts back to childlike tendencies and actions. Throughout the movie where he yeah. acts kind of like a petulant little child. It's like he can't, we can't decide, like, is he mature or is he a fucking seven-year-old? Well, see, behavior? that's
0: another thing I was going to say. How old do you think he was? Legit. Like, looking at that kid, I would say he was older than Lucas. Lucas is nine. So uh, I think that the kid might have been 11 or 12. I mean, that's right knocking on the door of the transition. You know what I mean? So I don't see why he wouldn't be more... I don't know, but the point is, is the mind is different. He should be a thousand year old man. He's just like like he should be Chucky, yeah, a grown man in a itty bitty body instead of Cause like he, you said because he, he did well, revert he, to it. Like and he says it was that. weird.
1: he's like, how do you think it feels or something like that to be a a grown man in a child's body or some shit like that.
0: Yeah, but like I've said, I know we got off onto the kid or whatever, but um, but yeah, he. Uh, I just like that little touch. You know what I'm saying? You got your two main vampires, that, like the, the, the dude and the chick or whatever. I don't remember any of the names at all. Uh, uh,
2: Jesse was the old dude. Yeah, uh, J- Jesse was I, Lance
0: Hendrickson he was Jesse. Awesome. Yeah,
2: and I
1: uh, love Bill Paxton. Bill Paxton was, uh, uh, was Severin.
0: <laughs> Sever. that's <laughs> and Severin, that's Severin, not Severin. Oh, I thought it was Sever.
1: No, Severin. And then the lady was Diamondback, and then the girl that Caleb was trying to hook up with was May. Yeah. And Homer was my least favorite.
0: Yeah, he was my fa- least favorite, too. I mean, I'm just his saying that char- I like the fact they have a kid. I like yeah, that
1: idea. I know I get that. I mean, I'm not arguing with that. I'm just saying that Yeah, 100%. He, he's the least favorite because his character was the most inconsistent. Like, everybody yeah. else was pretty consistent. Like, Bill Paxson's character was a fucking psycho, and that didn't yeah, change. Yeah, he was
0: definitely a psychopath.
1: You know, Lance Hendrickson's character, um, Jesse, was kind of crotchety, you know, and didn't change. But then you've got fucking Homer who can't decide if he's, like I said, an adult or a child. Well,
2: I mean, to be fair, they stop him, like, you know, at, at, like, the point he's 12. (laughs) And you said, like, that's the point of, like, you know, changing to, like, a teenager or whatnot. Like, you know, your body's changing or whatnot. So if they stopped him, like, right there, then, like... You know, as a vampire, would he like experience both mature side and like, you know, childlike tendencies or whatnot? Like how he reacted when he
0: saw Sarah? (laughs) That's what I was getting at. Like, I think that with that, it might have been him thinking, like, hey, look, I can turn her and have a small person be my person. Well, where he's a pedophile. Forever. You know well, what I'm saying? Or whatever. The, but his mind is going to be mentally as old as however Yeah, he and is.
1: here's here's another inconsistency with it too, though, right? They acknowledge the fact that he's an old man, but there's multiple times through a movie where Diamondback talks to him like a child.
0: Yeah, I know, right? Like, that's crazy. It, it, because she does. She acts like it, And mother. it goes beyond she's looking out for him because he is smaller. She treats him like a child. Like, I could see if, oh shit, things are going down. We need to help him because he is a little kid. Vampire, we need to he does need a little bit of extra protection because he's not full grown. You know what I mean? Like, I could get that. But you would still talk to him like you've been talking to him for 200 years going around and killing people. Like, there would be some type of mutual, you know, respect there instead of, yeah. So, it is really weird. And another inconsistency, like you were saying, is um, Caleb himself. Literally, he's trying to get lucky. Yeah. He's confused about what happened, and now he's all smoking and on fire. He gets snatched up into this van full of vampires. Or, my bad, just crazy people. All right. And then he's like, What's going on? What's happening? She's nursing him. He's loving it. Well, then, you know, obviously, like they said, Hey, we'll give him a week to see. Because that's what we were talking about. If Mm -hmm. she's like, They're going to kill him because he saw her. But, like you said, this dumb motherfucker don't know what he just saw, you know? So then she says, well, I bet him he's one of us and he's turning. It's too late. They're like, oh, man. Well, we'll give him a week to see if he'll fit with us, because I would think the vampires would want their numbers high because they're such a, you know, wouldn't you think vampires would want to add to their numbers?
1: I, no, because they're the biggest ally you would have would be secrecy, right? And people not believing in you, the more of you the less-, is less food. There's Well, and it's not necessarily that it's, it's less food because you could go into a big city, but it becomes more noticeable when people come up missing and dead, right? Yeah. You, you know, if you got two people feeding and two people go missing in a town of 100,000 people, cool. If you've got 30 people feeding and 30 people go missing in a town of 100,000, you know, it's still not a huge, I mean, in the terms of 100,000. But yeah, it's like, well, shit, people only used to die by the pears. What's going on yeah. with all these people drained of blood, dying at the same time?
0: Yeah, I get that. But anyway, but they decide they're going to put him through a trial run, right? And he's like, okay, and still goes along with it until it's time to make his first kill. And yeah. then he's like, whoa, no, I'm not going to do this. So he runs home, or tries to anyway. Well, he no, to-
2: that you've got it a little like chronologically... Messed up like they arrive and he's like, "Man, I'm going. Oh, I'm ditching y'all." And he's like in some completely random town, and cop thinks he's doing drugs and whatnot. Then he makes his way back, and then they start like the really awesome vampire killing montage, which was probably my favorite part of the movie, to be honest, because I thought it was really cool seeing everyone's like different like strategies to you know get their kills. And
0: yeah, uh, I do know. Like, I know what you're talking really about there cool. where that was. That was pretty cool. Where it showed them pair off and do their own thing to get their to get their food. But what I was saying was, once they take him to get his first kill, he dips out on her. He leaves. No, because she's like, he's like, I have to go home, and she's like, you'll be back. <laughs> that is well, when was it that he uh, did that?
2: Then it was the moment they got to their hiding spot.
0: So when once he, they got to the house, he just left.
2: Yeah, and uh, he came back and fed on her a little bit, and then when they when
0: during the montage uh that's like, a, that's whenever he left again but mm-hmm. my point was is that he he's inconsistent mm-hmm. he leaves to go home and then he comes back because the first time he was starving so he came back she fed him her blood and then he's after not wanting to kill somebody he goes to go home again well, what the hell happens to him then i forgot he doesn't try to go home he only tries to go home the one time oh, i thought he tried to leave again after he wouldn't kill boom what's going on here what am i not remembering
1: a lot. <laughs> hey, did you guys catch the aliens connection in the movie?
0: Oh uh, what?
1: what? Well, there's a couple connections, right?
0: Well the actor, yeah.
1: Well, Catherine Bigelow is the director. She ended up marrying yeah. ja- uh, James Cameron. But also when they drive by the movie theater, Aliens is on the marquee.
0: Oh wow, I didn't even and pay then, attention to that. and then yeah, yeah
1: Lance Hendrickson, Bill Paxton, um the female uh Diamondback wasn't she was one of the Marines, wasn't she?
0: I believe so. Like I said, I mainly recognized her from um, T2. Yeah, but yeah, I believe so. There's a lot of aliens actors. Yeah, I so didn't it, notice the aliens on uh on the Marquee. It's just like the uh, and oh, and get this. So the
1: role of Jesse was originally offered to Michael Bean, but he turned it down because apparently he didn't understand the script, and so that's how Lance Hendrickson ended up with the but even more aliens connection. Right. Which yeah. I gotta say like Lance Henderson's perfect for a role.
0: Yeah. Like, I don't know Scott if, did the score.
1: I don't know if that works with somebody else.
0: <laughs> but anyway, um, but yeah, man, there was a lot of good actors in it. And like I said, it was very surprising. I enjoyed this movie. It was good. Um, but yeah, we were talking about that uh, earlier. We had brought up the, uh, The bar scene, right? And it's funny because we were just almost to the bar scene with what we were talking about. He flip-flops his ass off, and they're like, look, we're going to give you one more shot. you got to make a kill, because he bitched out on the first one. Yeah. So he goes to the bar, and I love scenes like this. I love seeing a pack of something killing things, going into a bar or somewhere with a bunch of people, and they're about to go... And it's going to be mayhem. I love that type stuff. Which so, they did terribly. B- but well, before, no mayhem.
1: before they, we get into that though. I mean, like up until this point, the movie is essentially Caleb trying to fit into this new family. Right.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And
1: failing miserably. Yeah. Like, you just got to do one thing, buddy. You just got to fucking kill somebody. And we kind of glossed over it when we we're talking about the scenes where they show everybody making their kills. Yeah. There was, you know, Jess, not Jesse's. Caleb's scene was really important because, you know, one, it shows his reluctance to kill and that, you know, he hasn't necessarily lost his humanity. Yeah. But then also he learns how to jackknife a truck. (laughs) Yeah. Which is going to come into play later.
0: You know what? That's very true. Oh my God, man. That That shit is so crazy. It reminded me of something from later on.
1: That truck driver, though, was so fucking giddy. Man, he
0: was just fucking... Bopping side to side, back and forth <laughs> and shit.
1: Man, That's a human interaction. What you know about driving a truck, man? Check this out 13 gears, two back, the rest forward. Yeah. And just why are you looking at me? the whole time. Yeah, just fucking excited until fucking Caleb yep. starts barfing. Hey, man, are you really sick?
0: <laughs> are you just playing with me? Yeah. Is that fake, very smelly vomit that I smell and see?
1: Right. But yeah, and, and the movie itself is and it was by design it's it's like a western style vampire movie right
0: yeah cuz yeah. before
1: before they settled on it being a vampire movie too cat what i read was Catherine Bigelow wanted to make a western but they were having yeah. a hard time finding backing and they wanted to do like a reimagination of the western so it's like hey let's combine two genres and they decided that the western and the vampire movie were two genres that were ripe for reimagining and he kind of put them together yeah now i don't You know, I don't necessarily know if it's a reimagining as much as it's just a combination. Like, if you're thinking about a reimagining, you would move away from some of the tropes. Exactly. But the only thing that they didn't really do here was stakes in the heart, right? Vampire, sunlight. And And
2: also, like, any damage whatsoever.
1: Sunlight was still, like, a killing thing. So, we don't know that these other things didn't work. They were just never brought into play. Yeah. So...
0: Holy water shit like that. Yeah.
1: And as much as I hate to say it, you know, Twilight was probably more of a reimagining. Yes, Although we can all like it it was changed
0: the rules. But yeah, it was a horrible. That.
1: It was a horrible reimagining. So, but yeah, in this movie, it worked the way they did it. And it was it was cool to see that kind of Western vampire thing going on and coming up to the bar. My favorite shot, just as far as like the way it looks was when they were coming over the hill. Oh, yeah. And then they had the skylight behind them. That was beautiful.
0: It really was. We actually like brought that up because it was like that is such a cool looking scene. But it's hilarious because watching it the way that it's happening, they walk up to the top of the hill in and in a perfect line pose for three seconds and then straight keep walking. So I was like, "What the fuck mm. did they stop for?" You know. But take they a uh, then and then they, apparently. Okay, it cool, apparently it was a really cool scene.
1: It was, and it apparently wasn't, so they could put that shit on the box art because they went with something else.
0: Yeah, I could definitely see that being on the back of the box art or something. You yeah,
1: know? <laughs> but yeah, then you get to this bar like you were talking about? And at this point, Bill Paxton's almost being buddy buddy with Caleb a little bit. Yeah, in his own dickish way. Yeah, but he just just off the jump starts fucking with that guy at the bar.
0: Oh yeah, like it's spills his fucking drink. He saw him from the get-go, and he's like, all right, so he, that's hilarious, because he does. He just leans up, b- knocks his drink over, and then he's, oh, man. Oh, God, whatever he gives that guy, he's like, hey, get him a drink, you know, whatever. And he <laughs> looks at him, he's like, now pay for it. And the guy waits and hesitates on drinking it and puts it down. He's like, well, if you ain't going to drink it, Ayo know, takes the shot and spits it in this guy's fucking face. Right? I, was, I busted out laughing. Like, his character is going... He's just having a blast just messing with people.
1: And then, then, oh, what was cool about that, man, is when he goes to fucking punch Bill Paxton, and Bill Paxton picks up fucking Caleb and uses him as a punch bag, and he's like, and he's just like, keep hitting him, and dude's like, sure.
0: Yeah. (laughs) I'm just going to beat the shit out of him instead. (laughs) Caleb did nothing. He hits this guy, he's like, I'm trying to teach him a lesson, keep going. And this guy's beating the hell out of him.
1: Yeah, even though he's not the one that's spitting his face, he's just like, whatever.
0: Yeah. In cahoots. It was so funny, man. But yeah, so he beats the hell out of him. And like, then all hell breaks loose. You know, well, it's not, even all, say it's, that. No, it's not even all hell
1: breaks <laughs> loose. Hayden's right. Hell, never, hell never
0: breaks <laughs> loose. The most that I'm happens. Talking about, well, I guess they unleashed themselves on him. But it is funny because what does happen to that guy? He gets the, punched
2: he, by Caleb.
1: And, and Caleb's like, I did that.
2: He yeah. flies, hits the uh, pool table, and then raises a little bit to hit his head on the, like, hanging
0: light, which is so funny. But yeah. when you, I was trying to think of the murder that happened. Was we, it film? Well, no. no, it, was the, no yeah. it was the jukebox guy. Oh, okay.
1: So, yeah, but it's like when you say all hell breaks loose, you think that all this shit happens at once, right? But it doesn't. Like all this stuff happens in sequence and all these people in this bar just watch it fucking happen. Like when they slit that chick's throat and that's drain it, it. They drain that's it into right. that glass and everybody's just like, hmm.
0: Yeah, the waitress. The waitress. That's what I was thinking. Because at the same time that's happening, she is over there getting their order. But after they beat the hell out of this guy, that's whenever they slit her throat. And then everyone just stands there and watches. And calmly, the bartender says, what do you people want? Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) They want to murder people. Why? I would be out the window. Yeah, that one dude like waits until guy. the
1: he waits until he, the very end though. To the very end, he's just he standing waits. there with that fucking pool
0: cue in his hand the whole time. Like, yeah, I'm surprised mm. he's he just continuing away. playing pool because no one's doing anything while everyone's dying. First of all, who is he playing pool with? Uh, I guess
2: it's just practicing <laughs> playing by himself. No, but the my biggest gripe about that scene, honestly, is when they kill the waitress and then um, Diamondback or whatever, like. Ta- like <laughs> she like taps the glass la uh, cup or whatever. Yeah. And it falls on the floor, perfectly upright, and under this chick's neck, who just fell to her death. <laughs> and then it's so it's perfectly positioned to where it fills up with blood. Yeah. And isn't overflowing. <laughs> that was And
0: then uh uh what's his name? Jesse picks it up to drink it.
1: Yeah. Well he sets uh, it on the table. I don't it. even yeah, I don't even think he it drinks it. Yeah, he sets it on he sets it on the table, and then Bill Paxton goes over there. Yeah, you know, well, Jesse, not Jesse, Caleb gets shot. Like the one person yeah. that hasn't fucking done anything except punch a person yes. gets shot. Like, yeah. maybe you should have fucking shot Severin or Bill Paxton first because he's shown himself to be a psycho.
0: And it took that guy so long to load that shotgun. Literally, the, like... That one guy completely got scene. his ass whooped and that waitress got her fucking throat slit by the time he put two shells in that shotgun. And he was he hiding right in yeah, front of him in the cooler.
1: He didn't want nobody to know he was loading a shotgun.
0: It's like, what? It's like, I gotta wait for the next kill sale to put this other shell in.
1: At the bar, he, he killed that one dude um, that was by the jukebox or whatever. He comes back after the bartender shoots... Caleb in the stomach you know and Caleb's like oh man I'm not dying uh, what's going on I still don't realize what's <laughs> happening here I've seen yeah, you exactly. drink blood and people burn up in the sunlight but okay and then he yeah. cuts him he cuts that bartender to fuck up with his spur yeah just fucking also, slices him up when he's yeah. like
2: doing his little stride along the counter he like his his boot barely touches the glasses and they shatter Yeah,
1: and And that one glass fell on the ground and didn't bust.
2: Yeah, yeah. And our glasses are sugar glass, and also the uh, shot glass, you know, tipped over and it didn't shatter. So, um.
1: but then yeah, Caleb goes to kill that one guy and that dude fucking dies out the window (laughs) and fucking rolls and is up and running.
0: Oh yeah, like you should have done that as soon as you saw the waitress's throat get slit.
1: But how they go to the they go to rent a bungalow. And yeah, know, they it, get out of there it reminds me, down. it reminds me of from Dust till dawn when George Clooney's trying to rent a room and the old guy's taking a long time yeah. and he's like, what do you want? He's like, what do you think? I want you mean old bastard. I want a fucking room.
0: Yeah,
1: That's what I was waiting <laughs> yes. for Lance Hendrickson to say. Cause the guy was taking so long.
0: Yeah. He's like,
1: haven't I seen you before? He's like, yeah, I come by once every 50, uh, 50 years, reserve yeah, my I mean, room.
0: <laughs> yeah. And it's funny because you said like you said, they go to the bungalow. So after all that crazy madness with the bar, they burn the shit down. Now they have to go find because they didn't manage their nighttime properly again. Poor
1: time management. They're hauling
0: yeah. ass to this like random hotel, bungalow, like you said, and the sun is creeping up on the um desk, right? So he's like, hurry up so I can get my shit. But then he walks out of a door to outside that's on the same side as this window that the sun yeah. is creeping into. Well, and they, but there was no sunlight. It and was they, like he walked into a dark hallway.
1: And they act like that they're in this predicament because of what happened with Caleb and the guy. But the yeah. sun was still going to creep up on you because you apparently spent seven fucking hours killing these people in his bar.
2: Yeah, I know. It right. did feel like that.
1: And then how does the guy know where they're at?
2: I, that was what, what I was oh, thinking too. You're talking about Caleb's dad? No. no, um, Caleb's dad was just like you know that was happenstance.
0: That, that, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah.
1: Also, the guy uh, the that dude, jumped out the window and did a combat roll.
0: Oh yeah. yeah, no, right? Like where the how the hell did he know that? Because it's like yeah, go report it. But once they get back to the thing, you were gone, motherfucker. You don't know where they went after they burnt that place down. Mm-hmm. So it is funny yeah. And they, how do you know a ve- How do you know what vehicle they're in? Exactly, and because the, they walked oh, yeah, up. because they walked. But another yeah. thing is, is why did the police bring him to this place that was going <laughs> to obviously be a war zone? Right. Movies do that all the time. They're like, hey, well, if you're going to testify and you're going to say that you're a witness, you're coming to the danger, too.
1: Yeah, <laughs> part exactly. Is he gets
0: away. Again. He does. He get does. Away, but it's did. a lucky <laughs> son of a bitch. Yeah. Too bad he sucks at pool. That's why he's <laughs> in there
2: practicing. <laughs> right. Yeah, God felt bad for him he's
0: like, hey, you know, oh, man. let him slide. But yeah, so yeah, now they're at the damn bungalow and, um,
1: yeah. And it's getting shot this the is fuck up. You would,
0: this is, huh?
1: It's getting shot the fuck up because the shit cops show up and fucking, and I, I got a note in here because Bill Paxton or Severin is a fucking idiot, right? you know it's daylight outside. outside. Yeah. And you open up the <laughs> window and look out at it. And he's like, sunlight. Yeah. I didn't know it would burn. But also
2: his body chars and yeah. just barely opening for
0: a split yeah, second. A flash of sunlight completely charred. There's, his face off.
1: there's multiple times in this movie too, where these vampires burn up and then, you know, almost immediately heal. It doesn't yeah, seem like, like there's
0: very super fast healing. What'd yeah, there's, do? there's, There doesn't sense, seem to be cause... lasting
1: repercussions.
0: Yeah. Like it's definitely super fast healing for them. Cause like it's like they'll be charred up, but then the next couple scenes it'll just be black, and then like smut, yeah, and then it's just like bare, like dirt, and, and then eventually it's all gone.
1: And you and maybe you know I could understand that for Bill Paxton or Lance Hendrickson because they're regularly feeding because they're killers, yeah. But fucking Caleb, who doesn't do anything, how the fuck is he healing?
0: The only thing he has in him is vampire blood from old girl, yeah. Like uh, he's, yeah, he should be getting his first kill immediately. So (laughs) he shouldn't be reaping in these benefits and lasting, which I guess you could say that he's not fully transitioned, but if he's burning up in the sun, he's burning up in the sun. He has, because now he's knocking people across the thing. But so that is where they went a little weird with the rules. Like he can't be half and half. He's either transitioning or he's not, or he is, you know, but it's really weird, because usually they don't burn up in the sun until they're fully transitioned, you know?
2: Caleb had some definite flat so armor in it, Yeah, and also it seems like they were just trying to kill uh, Phil Paxton, because... Did you say Phil? Like, P- uh, Phil, Bill. huh? What? Bill Bill Paxton. That's what I said. It's not um, like you said Phil. Uh, I
1: well, heard Bill.
2: You heard it wrong, yeah. See? He heard it's Bill. The, <laughs> maybe the that list. on your mic. Now, yeah, cut up a little on your side. But... Regardless, it seems like they're like the uh, producers or whatnot are trying to kill him the entire time because like he barely gets into like the thing that will slightly hurt him. And then it's like his entire body is just destroyed. Like, for example, the little bits of sunlight like when he shoots the door and then it like hits his stomach and it immediately sets on fire. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Like they were really trying to get rid of him.
1: Does it make sense? Because it's been shown that if you got clothing over your body, you don't burn up. Right.
0: Yeah, for they're, real. They're, unless there's, you're Bill Paxton.
1: There's inconsistencies with the sunlight in his movie, also because Bill Paxton every time he fucking gets grazed, lights on fire. Yeah. But May at the end of the movie runs through that shit forever, and nothing happens.
0: Exactly. It's so dumb. Like nothing. We were talking about it because, which we'll, we will get there. But yeah, like the one isn't on fire, but the other one is. Yeah. And it's like, what's exactly happened? This one right here, but yeah but going back to what you were saying hayden about the uh, gunshots like yeah so once they're in this bungalow the cops from the guy from the bar get there they find them and they're hey get out of there so they got to load up and they got to shoot their way out but yeah so these bullet holes that are popping up are just burning the hell out of them so now they're they're stuck they they're in a bond and this is another time that i'm talking about with um with his in caleb's inconsistency yeah is like now he's like okay i'm with you i'm gonna save the day so he goes and he saves the day with the van runs to the van comes back gets shot up but it doesn't hurt him because he's a fucking vampire and then he drives the van into the room they all he's on out, he's right? on and fire when he gets in that van yeah oh dude yes he is i'm glad you said that because i was telling hayden that uh the stunt, the stunt man. man that was a, a big burn scene because he ran to the van, and then he jumped, took the blanket off, and then got in and had to lay down in the front seat. Like, that looks like that was the stunt. And it actually went on for a good little bit yeah. to be on fire. You know, we brought this up in the Halloween episode, you know, um, about how long he burned for. Or, wait, no, that wasn't Halloween, was it?
1: Halloween, Yeah, too. that was
0: Halloween. Halloween, too. Yeah, because he's uh, on fire. But, but yeah, man, so... uh I just noticed things like that now, I guess. And it was like, wow, that looked crazy because he had to do a whole bunch of different things instead of just being on fire for a minute and we'll put you out. Well, he had to do things.
1: My point was kind of like he jumped in his van while it was on fire and nothing caught on fire.
0: Yeah, I know that uh, van's fireproof as well. Yeah, and yet later on
2: when they're in that car, like the two vampires are on fire and the door in the back just falls off. Just falls (laughs) off. (laughs) But it made no sense.
1: Caleb Caleb drives that van through the fucking wall, right? Gets yeah. everybody in there, and instead of backing out the hole he already has made, just decides, "Let's push this other wall down, slam into this car, yet further damage the van, possibly hindering your chances to escape."
2: Yeah, it's funny. Dad actually made a joke whenever um, we were watching it. He was like, uh, "The SWAT car
0: just pulls in behind them." Yeah, and I was like- <laughs> then they. Drive through the wall. It is funny because uh, I was talking about like a SWAT van or something pulling in right behind them so they can't back out. And um, like he was saying, as soon as I make the joke, they drive out of the other side. I'm like, well, I guess they did. But lo and behold, they do get away. Where do they go now? Do they go to the new hotel? Yeah. I mean, they go to yeah. A hotel? Yeah.
1: They go to the next hotel and like, oh, Caleb, you've bought yourself a little time. Here's a spur. Here's yeah. this. Still haven't made your first kill, but. OK, and then that's where they run into Jess uh, not Jesse, but Caleb's family, mm-hmm. and it, you know, by happenstance. And she's buying a drink and, you know, Homer's like, oh, what are you doing? She's like, I do what I want when I want to do it. Yeah. Like, Whoa. OK. <laughs> that's very out of character. And who puts a fucking drink machine on the side of the building like that?
0: Yeah, like six feet from dark woods. It's yeah, like, what? Nah, no, kid, I'm going to go get the drinks. I'll be right back. Right. Like, you're sending them into just immediate danger in that situation. And you think, you Especially would think. in the 80s. Well,
1: you think, too, that since Caleb has gone missing, that his dad would be more careful with the one remaining child. Maybe not let her go grab drinks in the
0: dark. Seriously. And they're in a place they don't fucking know. Yeah. Because they're on a road trip trying to find him
1: Mm -hmm. because they're they're coming back from waco
0: and then this random ass kid comes up and is like you want to watch tv sure i do
1: this dirty ass kid
0: yeah and then you walk into a room with a bunch of weird fucking people with guns don't say you know what yeah (laughs) you're like "Uh, ah we're watching this at my place i'm gonna go over there dad's waiting for his coke or what the hell ever she stays and she doesn't even look suspicious either she's watching it it. she's into the show to watch tv it's yeah. Like, whoa. Cool.
1: And you know, and here's the thought that crossed my mind while I was watching it too, because these guys never change clothes. These motherfuckers <laughs> guys stink. Like seriously, she should have. The girl should just been like, "Nah, bro, I'm good. You fucking smell."
0: Yeah, because like you said, they are just just running through life, and they're and and it's like they're getting more smut and more smut on them as every scene goes and so blood and yeah.
1: dirt and just whatever. They're just piling shit on.
2: Something else I want to add is only in the scenes during the movie do they have all that like char and stuff on them. Like, So are you telling me these vampires were flawless and then Caleb comes along and then, and that's when Bill Paxton starts deciding to do those stupid decisions, like looking out curtains when it's
0: broad daylight? Yeah, because that's a good question because how the hell have they lived this long? They don't know how the sun time works. They don't, don't... understand time at all. They look all. clean. And when he first meets them,
1: Bill Paxton's been around for a minute too. Now I know that, uh, Jesse or Lance Hendrickson, you know, acknowledges that he was around during the civil war, but they make reference to the Chicago fires also. Yeah, And they're like, Hey, remember that fire in Chicago. So Bill Paxton has been around for a minute too. I don't know how, because he's a moron.
2: Yeah. Seriously. He didn't look at the fire and like, act like a moth and just walk into it. Like, he doesn't really, it's so crazy.
0: Yeah. Like, and, and, this is where I was mistaken earlier, talking about whenever he tells them to freeze or whatever. Because the uh, I've I, you've been said her name a few times, I don't remember her name. Uh, Jesse's woman, Diamondback, Diamondback, Diamondback. That one, uh, she's the she easiest name to remember. She's like, Hey, um, what room are you in? She's like, Room three, let me give these strangers all of my information right so then don't they go get the dad or does he show up no they go get him and he's just like all right cool yeah like okay so he comes in and that's whenever it's like oh wait you know we know this guy this is our kid so he pulls the gun out that's whenever he it seems like bill paxton
1: it seems like there for a minute they're going to let them go but then homer's like no i'm keeping the girl
0: yeah well the way jesse was looking i think the whole time he was like yeah they're about to die I, I think that, but it did make you feel like, well, hell, he might just be like, go, you know, let him go. I'm with y'all. Cause he did try to tell them, I'm with them now. Yeah. Y'all need to go. This is my family. Just let them go. But obviously, they can't know about him. So they got to die. And what is it? Homer? Uh, yeah, Homer. Homer. Um,
1: well, you find out that Homer's jealous. Lonely. I mean, it's not, it's not, well, not even that, but jealous. It's not explicitly said, but he kind of mentions it later on. He's like, well, May, I turned May and May turned you and you essentially took May away from me, so I'm going to take your sister away from you and we'll be even Stevens.
0: That's oh. what he was saying because I think that I missed the first of that. Hell, me and you might have been talking to each other, apparently, because yeah, we both Homer. like, oh, Homer was what's... the one that
1: turned May because it's acknowledged early in the movie, he turned her and he taught her how to be a vampire. And then she's like, and I'll teach him like you taught me.
0: Oh, mm-hmm. uh, okay. And then she's at the ironically very, the that.
2: youngest.
1: And then at the very end, you know, when before homer dies you know he's like i'm going to keep your sister this is going to make us even because you took may
2: yeah and then sarah opens the door in the hotel and it is just
0: the yeah, prettiest blue light. Yeah, that's the t- what he was talking about earlier yeah. with the light. Because during all of this shit we just talked about, when she's getting the coke at the machine, it's midnight or not midnight. I don't want to put a time on it, but it is pitch black. Well, we
1: can kind of guess, right? Yeah, because the, even at like
0: one o'clock, there's like the slightest bit of red. In the well, sky. not it even,
1: not even pitch black. Not even based off of that, you can kind of guess based off the television because the television signs off. Because back in the eighties, you know, before you know, cable and shit like that. We have now mm-hmm. TV wasn't 24 hours. Like, yeah, that's re- right. It was shut regular off. stations had a sign off and they would do that shit. Like you saw where they had to show the flag waving or whatever. And at that point it was just nothing until morning. And that was usually what around like 2am.
0: Yeah. Which I mean, that was before my time too, but I did know that it did that or whatever. So yeah. So regardless, the timing is fucked up because this little talk that they have, is probably 30 fucking minutes. And that's including him finding her at the drink machine all the way until this door is being opened. So there's no way that the sun is literally just hanging out right beside them in the other room. (laughs) But it's beaming in. It looked like they had searchlights. I was like, oh, are the police here now? That's what I thought at first, too. Ultraviolet lights? Right. Because that's what it looked like. But it was supposed to be sun. And it was like, how the fuck is this so bright again? Fucking Blade showed up and they <laughs> walk yeah, right so that's at that point that's how they're able to get away right yeah they get away from the the nest at this point because of all of the commotion
1: and then the most implausible thing in this whole fucking movie happens they do a blood transfusion
0: i uh, know right
1: and that cures them but for that to happen you would have to completely drain all the blood out of caleb right because yep. you would have to because it's the same thing they talked about in um was it 28 days later or 28 weeks later one of them whenever they tried to do a blood transfusion but you would have to try to you would have to drain all the blood for this to theoretically work because you can't yeah. have any of that taint left in the system yeah. and if you drain all the blood then he's dead yep but apparently now nah, whatever
2: they've clearly made their own rules with the daylight cycles so and now they're making blood
0: into him yeah they now didn't they're making
1: anything yeah now we're just making rules with medical science too it was like hopefully yeah, no, hopefully no doctors watch this movie.
0: Yeah, they'd be furious, <laughs> you know, with the vampires. It's yeah, maybe, seriously. Uh, but yeah, they, they like so they psycho. give this dude a blood transfusion, and like I said, it's not even a transfusion. It's just that let me add a bunch of my blood to you, and then he looks depressed when it doesn't work. He starts know? crying, and then the daughter comes up, and then she sees that he's done, woke up, and it. Oh no, no, no! Work, she tells hold on, Dad. Nothing about it. Hey, he so has check to this turn out. There, twenty seconds later to see
1: before that though, right? Because at this point, we don't know if it's worked. With the whole blood transfusion thing, like, after it happens, like, did you notice, Daniel? Because I'm pretty sure Hayden noticed. He's a smart kid. But when his sister just fucking flings the door open, and we're not sure if this shit's worked or not yet. <laughs> and it's fucking daylight. Like, if that shit didn't take, you just killed him.
2: And yeah. he showed her what the sunlight does to his hand. He, like, melted all his, yeah. like, entire layer of skin off. And it caught on fucking fire
0: almost. Yeah. On the way to the house, whenever he was like Dad, you ever done a transfusion with a human? And he doesn't even answer, but apparently the answer was yes because he immediately does it. You know, like right? Yeah. Which they, I guess that if, if he's done a blood transfusion with a horse, which I don't know how common those are, <laughs> but but he has it, experience. Then they they fucking come. Horses.
1: They fucking come back for yeah. him, right? Though the vampires.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: And it's obvious that at this point, now we've established that they're kind of idiots because they don't have good time management skills. And apparently they can't use deductive reasoning because it would seem obvious at this point, like, hey, nobody has came after us. The other time somebody escaped, they were on our asses the very next, the very same day, right? Yeah. Yeah. Caleb gets away, nothing. We haven't heard anything. He hasn't come after us. Nobody's knocking down our fucking door. So instead of just being like, all right, guys, let's head to fucking Arkansas or something. They're like, no, let's go pick a fight.
0: Yeah, seriously. Our last fight.
1: Right? And then they fucking kidnap his sister because, you know, Homer can't find another young girl somewhere else. I don't know. Yeah.
2: Oh, look, there's a point I really want to bring up. Go ahead. uh, We're not. Exactly there yeah. We're we're super close. So I'll just continue up until we're there. Um, basically, the rest of the move, like the rest of that little bit, he's back to normal completely and having dinner with his family, which yeah. is what must feel great because it's the first meal he's had in days, yeah, tea, a while, yeah. Um,
0: and then it was a good looking uh, dinner too. Yeah, I know he was loving that. I mean, I'm just talking- that zugit bar whatever the hell he ate earlier was disgusting yeah and also I, I, i'm like, just talking about the food i was away.
1: looking at that should look good yeah what was that pork chops or steaks fu- <laughs> i'm sorry Aiden, go ahead
2: when he walks away to go find may he walks with his plate and we see he's taken like two bites and he's been starving for days yeah. feeding off of like a little bit of may's blood but regardless he finds her he she's like you're warm oh my goodness and, uh, then she runs off. He finds out that Sarah was kidnapped again Yeah, and, uh, goes out to find her on a horse, um, Rick Grimes style. And, uh, you know, cause Rick Grimes was the first person to ever ride a horse on, uh, Life TV.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's, that <laughs> is a true statement.
2: Fact um, check it. Yeah. Don't, <laughs> but anyway, he, he does, he does a little bit of searching and somehow knows exactly where Bill Paxton is located and then and then a truck comes in and the truck driver, he like he like jumps on the truck and he's like, hey, get off my truck. And then he's like, I'll give you to the count of three. One, two, four. Yeah, you're shot, shot in the, the face. <laughs> so that was the funniest scene in the
1: entire movie, dude. Hayden, your memory's probably better than mine and Daniel, so you, uh help me out here. When he goes outside to see May. Is that when they kidnapped Sarah? Like, did she help set that shit up?
0: Hell, maybe Probably. so. Probably. Because for real, that's the same. It, it happened at the same time because the dad was like, hey, go wash up, go to bed. You know? Yeah. So they sent her off. And then it was right after that that he started hearing the squeaking of the, uh, the swing. The swing or whatever. And then she was there. So she might have set that up.
1: But yeah, he fucking, like Hayden said, he runs off on that fucking horse, man. And. Dude, and this is where the uh, truck driver earlier in the movie comes into play. And it sucks to be a truck driver in this movie.
0: Yeah, it does. Mm-hmm.
1: But at least they taught Caleb had a jackknife. Yeah, then that, seriously. That truck doesn't hit shit and just fucking blows up.
0: Dude, the way that they shot it is so fucked up because it's moving and it's riding, right? And then it flashes to um, uh, a... Uh, blow away scene for caleb yeah he's running away and it blows away but it's just a flash because you see that the truck went from moving to just it's stopped and like parked crooked and it explodes and then it goes to the very next one and because you know how it'll be a quick explosion shows what it does to them and then it's a far away shot of it exploding so you get to see it multiple ways or whatever but then it's just you see that it just parked it's just like pulled over and like you said all you know jackknifed or whatever but god man it was so funny because it just exploded on him it's especially it, like hilarious. you said it hit nothing it just explodes when
2: caleb like you know gets like <laughs> like the shock of the blast like makes him fall down they cut to it and like you said it's parked and then it looks like the actor was already standing and then just kind of jumped a little and fell on the ground
0: it was so <laughs> yeah, it was it was they 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 filmed that part pretty recklessly because it looked funny, you know?
2: But, honestly, I'd say that that was a 10 out of 10 scene, because it was a funny... It was a hilarious scene to watch for a hilarious end for the best character in the entire movie.
0: Yeah, and that does... But Yeah, I get that. But it also sucks, though, because he was one of the best, like, most entertaining characters, and he just exploded well, for no reason.
1: I just want to point out, though, because, like, Hayden's like, it's 10 out of 10 because it was hilarious. I don't think that was the intent.
0: Yeah, it's <laughs> hilarious because they... Uh, it.
1: This shit's been trying to be serious the whole time, like no well, fucking humor. The
0: funniest part. And but, uh, but yeah, man. So now he's dead, right? And then, like, here we go. Daylight's back again. Well, no, no. They have to stand. They where... have the
1: no. They have the standoff in the road. Remember with Lance Hendrickson, mm-hmm. and he's got the gun, and then back sneaking up behind him, and then she fucking low-pans Lance Hendrickson's character, Jesse. Yeah. She she, throws yeah, she throws, throws the knife throws and it knife. sticks yeah. in his fucking mouth.
0: Yeah, she's like, oh, my bad. Yeah. That's right. I forgot about that and, and because then, it seemed like son was just here. So, yeah, I forgot that they had their little run-in Caleb, first.
1: Caleb gets his sister and fucking takes off running. And then when he tires out, he's like, you keep going. And essentially gets her caught again. Yeah. And then, yeah. Yep. well, then like, <laughs> The
2: th- third time she got kidnapped.
1: Exactly.
2: Then, Which I would have experienced because... um you know the current situation
1: yeah I, I can't even remember like how did he get her back again because at this point they've uh, they've picked her back up
2: oh right may like grabbed her and then
0: jumped out the back oh that's right yeah
1: no
2: protection out of a movie yeah car.
1: <laughs> and sunlight is out at this point
0: it really is yeah
1: jumps out yeah. yeah sunlight just comes out of nowhere. and this is the these are the quickest sunrises
0: and I guess that's where I was mistaken, because it's immediately after that scuffle that the sun is just back. Yeah. I was just thinking it was back before the scuffle. It's But it still literally is just right back.
2: You know, realistically, when they were recording it, it's like they had timed it perfectly every shoot, but everyone just kept screwing up. So they just settled for broad daylight and got it right.
1: Yeah. it's, like, it's like, God damn it. Adrian Pestar, get your lines right. You're messing up yeah. our shots. It's supposed to be sunrise, and now it's noon. Yep. We're going to look like morons. They oh, did. But man. yeah, they fucking jump out of the car, like you said, man. And and here comes the in- inconsistencies with the fucking vampires, though. May, who's the youngest at this point, doesn't yeah. catch on fire. Homer, who's older, immediately burst into flames.
0: <laughs> he explodes.
1: Yeah. He
0: like, explodes s- like with a... <laughs> Fucking ball of fury. It is a huge explosion. so funny.
1: Yeah, he just fucking blows the fuck up. And then Lance Henderson and Diamondback are just like, we could drive away, but fuck it, let's die. And and they don't even try to run him over. They just
0: slowly roll off the side of the road and then the car blows up for some goddamn reason. Oh, dude, for real. That's what I was telling him because she says, Jesse, and he's like, I got it. And then... Well, hold on. That's a little bit of ahead. So all of this crazy shit happens and they stop. And then a bunch of more things happen. You're seeing them running away with the girl. And at this point, you would think that they would be doing something, but they just watched every bit of that happen. And it's a good five fucking minutes. And then she's like, dude. And he's like, I got him. Literally all he did apparently was take his fucking foot off the, the pedal. I mean, the yeah. brake, And he just coasted over there. Cause then it was even farther, and it's like I got him, and then I'm just gonna drive slowly while we burn up, and then like that's like he said a second ago, whatever he was like, it rolls off the road, it's on fire out of <laughs> nowhere, and the door just falls off, the back door just falls, it's and it's so like boring. what the fuck, well, and they, well, they don't explode. No, the car just explodes. Yeah, yeah. the car explodes because apparently it's the car's a vampire it's on fire. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> yeah, but um, May, dude. They don't cover up with anything except for like Caleb's jacket. Yeah. Other people have had more clothing on than they have and got just burnt the hell up. Yep. And here it's like, nah, the plot armor, it's like f- Hayden was
0: talking about. Yeah, exactly. And one thing for me is, is like this. Okay, look, okay. If you want to try to explain it, that the older they are, the quicker they succumb to sunlight damages. I can get that. I actually like that in some stories of vampire shit, right? Yeah. Like, I dig that. Like, if you're a fresh vampire, yeah, it's going to suck, and you are going to die out there. But it just takes a lot longer because you're not as old and decayed, you know? Which they don't look decayed, but they're still old as shit. Like, 2,000-year-old bodies and stuff. But, so I could get that. But it didn't seem like they were going for that at all. (laughs) They were just for randomness. Like, they didn't explain that or anything. So, I think that that was just i They're just going at so it, you know. Inconsistent. And after yeah.
1: after they do all this, they go and they do another blood transfusion because why not?
0: Yeah, it worked the first time.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And even let's pretend that maybe he hasn't fully transformed, even though that never was established because it looked like he was fully transformed. She yeah. was.
0: Yeah, she was. She had made kills. She was a full blown vampire.
1: And so but the blood transfusion works, thankfully, because we just fling the fucking door open again with the sunlight.
0: Exactly. He but does it to her after it has yeah. been done to him.
1: Here's my problem That's with this one. That's the final step. Here's my problem with this one, though, right? Caleb never killed anybody. May's killed plenty of people. She oh, was yeah. cool with oh, it. she
0: has.
1: So she's yeah. a killer. And he's yeah. like, nah, man, I want to get laid. I don't care. That We're, was his goal yeah, through the, the whole, whole reverts, Yeah, We are reverting you back to humans so this can happen.
0: Like, half the town's dead. You! And he kind of over after it works, and he's like, hey, it worked out after all. It's, it's like worth it. <laughs> exactly. And then it's kind of like... The distance.
1: Well, it's kind of like, too, I know that you may have had a hand in my sister being kidnapped, but I'm really horny.
2: Yeah. So, whatever.
1: Exactly.
0: Yeah. You want an ice cream? Yeah, It's because right. look...
1: I'm in the movie for some uh, cones.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. But, uh, so that's pretty much the end right there. They heal her happily ever after, right? Mm -hmm. but there's two things that i want to bring up that i forgot to while we were talking right and um one was whenever paxton was going to steal the fucking car from the car lot he's the one that actually brought it up the keys were just in it you know i mean he just gets in it because there's no way he's hot wiring it and the whole stabbing it with a knife thing he just fires that bitch up and goes it is the worst car lot ever
2: And that tiny car fits seven vampires.
0: Yeah, it's funny because it did seem very small whenever he drove away. And I was thinking the same thing. Station wagon, because I'm not sure it was the same car. Mm -hmm. I'm sure it wasn't. They they had already filmed the
2: explosion and decided that
0: (laughs) they forgot to show where they got the car from, so they had to steal (laughs) something. But they couldn't find the same car. Their hands were tied.
1: And my thing is too. I, I don't know why you're not blacking these cars out at night immediately. I get like it's daytime. Yeah. And the only reason not to would be because somebody sees the car and thinks it looks suspicious. But at nighttime, who's going to fucking see that? Who's going to pay
2: attention? They're probably all tired trying to get home
0: from
1: work. They're going to see that shit during the daytime when you're, you shouldn't be riding around. You should already be fucking somewhere. Yeah. But, but you're idiots. Yeah.
0: Yeah. They do. they st- That's why they just gave up. He's like, I got it. Trust me. I'm editing <laughs> like, because we I, can't I, figure it out. You know, I, don't know, we I don't know. I don't know where a hotel's at. Like, what
2: are you doing yeah. as it explodes?
0: <laughs> but no, man, the other thing was um, at the very beginning. Like, I was, that's why I was like, oh, whoa. But it was at the very beginning, whenever he brought her to his place, and he was like, I want to introduce you to a friend of mine. You know, and he he introduced her to the horse or whatever. And uh, whenever the horse is freaking out because she's obviously a predator, like, there's a you see Caleb controlling the horse because it's going crazy, but it is clearly not him. Yeah. It is not him at all. It's like a horse handler on set. they, They didn't even attempt, it seems like, to make him think, like, look like him. They expect you to not look at that. You're just looking at the horse. Never mind the person. But if you look at well, him, he is the wrong guy. I was to, only to, looking at the horse. To be, to be
1: fair, though, also, standard definition, because we've talked about this before in movies, like yeah. HD will make shit noticeable that you've never noticed before.
0: Yeah, he may have been blurry in, stun, in the initial release And stunt actors,
1: like, and if you look at a lot of these older action movies where you can clearly see the stunt actors, because we talked about it in Cobra and Commando, remember, when they had the... Uh, yeah. The one stun actor, I think, when they were in the ocean, when Arnold was supposed to be swimming, yeah, and it was very clearly somebody else. Yeah, I mean,
0: yeah, and his, yeah, and his, and his black uh, tidies. Yeah, it happened. Blacky tidies
1: But uh, yeah. So we're we're at the end. You know what? Uh, would you guys think about the movie? I mean, where do you kind of stand on this?
2: Overall, I I enjoyed it. It was a fun movie. Um, you know, I I went in thinking that we were gonna have some actual like horror aspects. I was expecting to be scared at a few points, but no, it was it was a thriller. I'd say, like it, it was just a fun movie. Bill Paxton was the light of it; he was amazing. I agree with that. He definitely stole the show. There's one other thing that none of y'all had like mentioned with the uh, f- like final scene with the car exploding with uh, Diamondback and Jesse. Um, they have blankets on, like they are fairly protected, except for you know like the windshield.
1: They're better protected than me.
2: Yeah, Yeah, seriously. And all we see, like, his face isn't protected, but it's not charring up. It's only his hand, and his hand starts on fire,
0: and that's what makes the car explode. Oh,
1: yeah, his hand blew up the fucking car.
0: Have you not ever heard of steering with your thigh when you're going zero miles an hour?
1: (laughs) Well, and this movie took place in the 80s. I guarantee, especially where they're at, because I've seen my dad do it plenty of times. You, like you said, you drive with your knees or your thighs because you need your hands free so you can roll a joint.
0: Yeah, or just, you know, like if you're, you know, double double fisting some bruise <laughs> which don't do drugs or drink or drive. I feel like I have to say this since we're being recorded. <laughs> <laughs> but also, if you're up in flames,
2: actually drive the car.
0: Yeah, for real. Like, actually do something.
2: It's so dumb because, like, legs aren't in the way of sunlight and they have pants on. Yep. They shouldn't, his <laughs> legs should have been completely operational Yeah. and he's just not driving. Well, you it's, think
1: you'd invest in some gloves also.
0: I mean, really? Yeah. Why? Like not leaving they fingerprints. In cool fucking sun blocking glasses. Remember their shades or whatever? Oh, because Lance Hendrickson
1: had glasses that fucking went over his nose too. Did you see that? Had the nose guard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I but think you could get some gloves
0: that had one too, that had some too, or was it Paxton that had was some every, glasses? Every vampire had the glasses. And I only was, saw a couple of them wearing them. <laughs> they just get rid of it but so dumb.
1: what's your uh i know you said you enjoyed the movie hayden but out of one to five
2: um honestly i'll be fair and i give it a three you a know three. like it was it was fun it wasn't as terrible like there weren't many moments where i was completely bored by it like it went by pretty quick for an hour and 30 minutes
0: yeah
2: um the bar scene was the only one that was just a little stretched out because like they were walking so slow. Everyone was so slow in that scene, and that that was a little bit of like, "All right, are we, are we serious right now?"
1: Yeah, and but, that and that scene itself, like, was designed to be the big scene in the movie, right? Like, this is the yeah. big massacre. Yeah, and, yeah seriously. Like, here so we are, and, and Hayden's situation. like, "This this is the one scene that kind of sucked."
0: Uh, yeah, I know, right? Because nobody was freaking out. Everybody just froze up. Yeah, they're like, "What the hell?" Yeah. Also, another thing, y'all had
2: talked about the bartender, how he reacted to the waitress getting killed. He was like who what are you people what do you what do you people want with us yeah. he he hired that chick
0: yeah he, he probably the most connected her. to that chick than anybody else that's a good point and like, like
2: the do play a pool is more uh distraught by it yeah, yeah. it's like
0: damn i'm gonna have to find some more help what do you want <laughs> dude what the hell do you guys want you just ruined my day <laughs> But but no man I think 3 is a very good uh a very good rating on it. Uh they don't agree with my rating skills or whatever, but for me I did enjoy it like very much so. Obviously it's got its things. It's 87. Yeah. But I really enjoyed this movie. I walked into it not knowing, but I love Bill Paxton, man. I really love Bill Paxton. <laughs> he was so great in the entire but, movie. Um, but yeah, man, I enjoyed it. I like a good vampire movie. There's a lot of inconsistencies, but at least they don't get it just full blown wrong. they yeah. got some shit wrong. Like the daylight cycle, but no, actually. But yeah, one of the things that you had said earlier, uh, you said that they didn't bring up stakes or crosses. And I was saying something about holy water. And I like yeah. that too. Like that is, that is cool that they didn't go to just the 100% what everybody else was doing at the time. Like they was just like, look, sunlight kills these guys. I do respect that. But um but yeah, man, I really did enjoy it. Like I said, I mean you gotta look at it as a nineteen eighty seven movie, but man, I think everybody played their parts well and it was a fun movie. You know. Yeah. I'd give it a three point five.
1: I um uh, I agree with that too. I you know, it's a good movie. It's I don't think it's great. It's and I know it's a cult classic and movie reviews are subjective, you know, the way you feel every you know, people are going to feel different ways about movies. I don't think it's the best vampire movie ever made. Um, I wouldn't even say close. There's other movies from the 80s that had vampires I liked more. But it's it's not because of anything the actors did. Like yeah. I said, everybody played their roles good. Everybody, you know, was believable in their roles. I, I didn't care for Homer that much. No you know, one Bill, cared for
2: Homer. Even, Pack, even people that grew up watching this movie loving it well,
1: don't care for Homer. And it's a problem, too, because it, it once again... Not the actor, because that they, that was just a kid that played that role. So it's not like they're going to come in here and be like, hey, I know you wrote the script, but I'm about to ad lib and I've got some thoughts and let's, let's do what I want with this character. So we know that didn't yeah. happen. We know that that's what was written and how that character was written. And it was inconsistent when everybody else was pretty consistent. You know, you had to, you had to, and I know it's a movie about vampires. So when I say this, it's going to sound stupid, but you had to suspend your disbelief for things like the. Blood transfusions,
0: yeah, like,
1: that was a pretty big stretch. You know, just the the vampire or vampirism is almost like a virus, right? It gets yeah. into your bloodstream, it and it takes over and it changes you. And it, it changes you like on a physical level. And just the idea that you can reverse that without taking out the foreign element completely just seems absurd because it's it's been shown that it only takes a little bit to overtake your entire body. Yeah, because May bit him. And then he immediately became a vampire. So if you don't completely drain somebody, then the tiniest little bit should theoretically be able to override everything else again, right?
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm.
1: So that part was kind of far fetched. But the actors all did their roles really well. I think Lance Hendrickson was perfect. You know, I I think I like Michael Bean. You know, he was he's been great in other movies he's done. You know, he's played a good bad guy before when he did fucking Tombstone, when he played Johnny Ringo.
0: Yeah. Wait, hold on now.
1: Yeah, because Curly
0: Car- I thought Johnny Ringo in Tombstone was uh John Connor. John Connor. Yeah, Ringo in Tombstone.
1: Re- yeah, it was it was Michael Bean. It was Kyle Reese.
0: Oh shit, that's my bad. I'm so sorry. That's what I meant. Kyle Reese. My bad. I'm my bad. But that
1: that's Michael, that's Michael Bean. He played uh who was also in Aliens, who was offered the role that was given to Lance Hendrickson. Yeah. Yeah, so he's played a good bad guy before, but I I think that this just fits the way that character was played by Lance Hendrickson. Like it was perfect, right? It fit. It's hard to imagine anybody else in a role, Bill Pax in his role, like you said. And so all these characters played their roles, you know, perfectly fine. It's just the way the movie, I guess, was written. You know, the and I don't want to say pacing, because the movie moves along at a pretty brisk pace. But like <laughs> Hayden said, when you get to the bar scene, it's and it's supposed to be this showcase of like how badass these vampires are, and it does do that for the vampires. But it's also a showcase of how stupid the people in this bar are. Like, yeah. oh man, this lady just got her throat cut. I'm not leaving. I'm gonna stand here and be like, What do you want? Literally, somebody in that bar should have tried to run, right? And yeah. it didn't. And it's just it was almost like they were just waiting their turn and it seemed disjointed. It didn't seem they could natural. Have.
0: They could have wrote in one extra person, some chick or some little kid. I don't care. Whatever. It could be anything. a little kid in a bar. Yeah, that'll make sense. Yeah, I get that. But like anything to just as soon as that happened, run towards the door, kill her, drop her, then start the what they did. Because then when the guy's like, what do you people want? That makes sense because they know if they try to leave, they're going to die. Exactly. They don't know that if they try to leave, they're going to die. They just it's, stand there and just yeah, assume it
1: because the one guy jumps out the window at the end. So,
0: yeah, I get why you know I get and I
1: can see why people would love the movie. But for me, I don't love it. It's a good movie. I just don't love it. Yeah. So good. Not great. Um, I'm kind of with Daniel. Uh, Will you both? Of y'all. Yeah. You know, I'm kind of fluctuating between three, three and a half. I'll say three and a half. I mean, it's a well-made movie. It's well acted. It's just it has some inconsistencies that are kind of hard to look overlook. Yeah. yeah. Good movie. I'd recommend watching it before it goes off a shutter. And then it's hard as hell to find again.
0: Yeah, I would recommend it, too. Like, I know for a fact I'm going to end up watching this movie a few more times. Really? Like, there is no question. Yeah, I could see us watching a bunch of horror movies and stuff like that. I could see being like, let's watch Near Dark. You know, not like every year or anything like that, but like, I could see us watching it a few times. It did spark my interest that much. Had its moments, but I like it. I like a good 80s vampire horror movie, you know? All right. I would suggest people watch it as well.
1: Definitely. So I mean we're kind of at the end now, um, Hayden. You know, thank you for being on. Yep. You got any final thoughts?
2: Um, I enjoy being on here. Super fun, super chill, too. Um, movie, like I said, three out of five. Um, I don't know if I'd watch it again like that. Um, so maybe I should rate it lower. But <laughs> I en- <laughs> I enjoyed it.
1: Well, and it was nice to have you on here because you know. You're a younger person. This is a movie I think that probably would appeal more to somebody mine or Daniel's age. Yeah, and we would and we would be able to, I guess, grasp onto it a little easier. So it's nice to hear a younger person's perspective on an older movie.
2: Well, to be fair, I don't think it's exactly fair using me as a younger person's perspective because I grew up watching '80s horror, like the classics. (laughs) They're awesome. So I've pretty much got the same like opinions still, as y'all. I just I just don't know like old actor names and yeah. a lot of the movies that came out around those times.
0: But like going off of what he was saying though, yeah, it is still nice to hear a, a younger person's perspective. Even though you are introduced to the genre and the the decade and all of its greatness and everything, still, if you see a movie that I'm like, you got to see this movie. It's awesome because we love it because it's nostalgic and it's you know our childhood. There's been a couple where he's like, this is, yeah, this is kind of weird. Like, I don't, I don't get it, you know, but yeah. <laughs> so he does have that still. But, but you, uh, but you,
1: you loved so yeah. Shocker though, didn't you?
0: Did you watch Shocker? You didn't watch Shocker I with I didn't us, watch did you?
2: Shocker with you. Oh man. man. Um,
1: it's just disappointing.
2: But yeah, man, I appreciate it. Yada, yada, whatever.
0: <laughs> Daniel. Yeah, man. Well, I appreciate you stepping in and helping us out with the, with this to make, keep it a three man booth and uh, also
2: remind y'all of how the movie went because y'all clearly could not remember
0: yeah we had forgotten and gotten things mixed up me main me mostly or whatever but but yeah um like I said, I enjoyed that one it was a nice surprise I mean we thought about this like four, four hours ago or something so it was kind of quick and yeah you know it was, it was pretty cool. I enjoyed this one but can't wait to do it again and
1: I like the idea and you know and, and when I pitch movies myself and we talk about what movies we're gonna cover I like to try to throw out ones that aren't necessarily the ones that everybody talks about. Like I know we're going to get into, you know, Friday the 13th and nightmare and all that, you know, cause it's, that's just unavoidable, right? Like that shit's going to get reviewed. Yeah. We'll talk about the thing at some point. Yeah. But I, I like to hit some of those other ones. You know, we're going to talk about fright night and lost boys because oh, we love yeah. those movies, but yeah. then there's other stuff. And it's like, you know, when I talked about like, Hey, let's do them and tarantula, you know, just throwing shit in there. That's not necessarily yeah. The stuff everybody
0: like, because it's yeah, the, the mainstream stuff for yeah. us now in this generation.
1: Well, and or, yeah, and you know, when we were talking before, and you know, and I can't remember if it was you or Josh when somebody said, like, oh, hey, I listened to the episode and I'd never seen this movie. And I think it might have been Repo Man, or like, oh man, I gotta go watch this movie now. Yeah. Because I mean, if we talk about Nightmare on Elm Street, and we, like I said, we will, but it's not like somebody's gonna listen to us three jackasses. And be like, not you, Hayden. I'm talking about me, Josh, and Daniel when I say jackasses. A, <laughs> yeah. You are a pillar of the community, sir. Um, but us three morons, you know, somebody listens to us. They're not going to be like, oh, man, I got to go watch Nightmare on Elm Street. No, everybody's seen it. But, yeah. but maybe somebody hears this and be like, yeah, you know what? I've never seen Near Dark. Let me go check it out. Yeah. And it yeah, also actually, gives us it gives us a chance to watch movies. Like in your case, y'all hadn't seen this before. I'd seen it. Yeah. I think Josh had seen it. But Okay, now here's a chance for us to watch something new. And that's what I like to do, like on the episodes I kind of pitch. It's like, let's do something we maybe haven't seen in a while, or none of us have seen that just for whatever yeah. reason got biased.
2: Yeah, it's a pretty objective. Well, I mean, I, I know, like, opinions are subjective anyway, but for us, it was like, you know, we didn't, we had no idea going into it. All we knew was it was a
0: vampire movie. Yeah, literally, whenever we started it up, my mother-in-law's here, and she was like, what's this about? And I just lit- just read the description. She was like, oh, okay. Bill Paxton's in it? Okay. <laughs> you know, <laughs> and it's like, whatever. So we all just sat down and watched it, and it was uh, pleasant. Actually, surprise! I actually should go watch some of the
2: other ones that y'all have covered because Near Dark, I didn't think it would be all that good.
1: You should watch every movie that we've ever discussed, and then we'll come back and do an episode where we quiz you. All right, so that was Near Dark. Got some good thoughts on there, I think. Uh, Once again, thank you for being on, Hayden, Daniel. I know you, for whatever reason, consider yourself a permanent guest, which is BS. You're you're a host you're part of the crew but whatever hey but you know thank you guys for listening hope y'all enjoyed it you know check out the website we try to put up new content check out the instagram page check out the twitter you know check out the facebook group uh it's all those descriptions will be in the podcast description so you can find those pages but thank you for listening and we'll see you next time